Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to Two Brothers in a Bible. In a Bible. And we are on the move. We are we are mobile right now. Yes, we're mobile. Today. Um, yeah. Mobile Bible Hub. You know what I mean? Right, yes. We out here. Bible trucking. <laughs> yeah, cruising, right? Yeah. Cruising, cruising, cruising. Today's... This is Wednesday. It's Thursday. Thursday. Thursday the thirtieth. Thursday the thirtieth. Almost October. You know what's crazy about October? What? Halloween, man. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Halloween is one of those holidays where it's like so controversial amongst everybody, special Christians. Because it's like, what do you do? Do you go celebrate the holiday because it's more of a cultural thing? And you live in the neighborhood and kids in the school and all the kids in the school are going. And so do you tell your kids don't go or don't dress up because everybody's dressing up? But then it's like some know the history of it. So it's like, what do you do? Right. Yeah. You know, it's really, really, yeah. really interesting. What do you what do you what are your thoughts on it? You guys might hear my daughter in the back. We driving because she need to take a nap. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the car ride is the best nap sitter yeah ever yeah so yeah yeah but what do you think og what's your what's your take my take on on halloween yeah uh i grew up celebrating halloween um i've had the pleasure of getting my bag snatched before (laughs) you got your halloween candy snatched snatched bro i never forget and like what was crazy was one halloween i i I was begging my mom to take me trick-or-treating yeah and i and I lived in Wynn Terrace. If for y'all that don't know, that's not from Cincinnati, or if you're from Cincinnati and don't know, Wynn Terrace is actually a, a one of the hoods. And, you know, um, I begged my mom to take me trick-or-treating. She didn't take me trick-or-treating. Then I, I got close back to my house. i never forget. It was a dude with a clown mask. Snatched my bag. I mean, I was holding it. I was uh, fighting it, too. Uh, but the cool thing about it, but when I got in the house, when I got in the house, it only had just a handle. Yeah. My mom and I was crying. She was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Somebody snatched my candy." She that's when she she felt bad. She got out and she walked with me yeah. to trick or treat again. Uh, that was yeah. before there was time limits on trick or treating. Yeah, you, right. You remember you used that? To be able to yeah. be out until the day people stopped or ran out of candy. Really. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, but, yeah. You know, I think about it all free candy and like, but there's a lot of dark stuff that goes on on Halloween too. It is. They're like. Know? You start looking at the history and like the origins of it, you know, and, and, and the rituals, right? And even saying some of the mantras and all that stuff. It, it can be very dark and demented, and we know that's an opportunity for the enemy to like recruit, right? right? Yeah. But it's no other, I mean, he recruits every day, right? So it's like, I feel like Halloween is one of those times where everybody's out and like it's perfect storm for all to be out and be doing whatever, but. Yeah. You know, as I think about it, like enemy, he's he's doing stuff every day. I mean, he sits up in church with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like shouting everything. Right. Jump be up, up there. Yeah. Hey man, you know hey, he'd be up there yeah. getting it right. So it's like we know that, but I, I think the reason why Halloween is is so controversial is because again, if you just understand the history of it, and I invite you to go do the research on your, you know, yourself. You know, it was created as a day to conjure up spirits, right? Evil spirits that come yeah. back from the dead. Yeah. So that was the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you see that, it's like, okay, so that's the 
I might not. I know I'm being recruited every day. I know I'm being tempted every day. I know I fail every day. I know I mess up every day. But I know for sure one day, I know I can stay back and just keep myself as less tempted as possible. You know what right, I mean? Right, so it's yeah, like yeah. it's like some things you just know. So like, you know, if if, if you know if if uh, like you lust over food, you wouldn't keep going to smorgasbords. Right. Yeah. That's true. You would just be like, I, that's that's the one place I know that I can not be t- I can control not being tempted like crazy yeah. right and so are you gonna go and so and so you know what I mean it's like you just you just look at the things where you realize where you you can control certain things and that's just one of them right and so right, yeah. but one of my my biggest things especially for my kids and, and I'm trying to do is like is, is because eventually when they leave your house like they're gonna do they're gonna venture out we saw that in the prodigal son right mm-hmm. and they, 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 they venture out but I want to be able to teach them the, the some principles, and there's really the understanding, right? Yeah. What I've always told since my daughter, like, I want you to know why this is and why you're doing what you're doing, and then also understand the history of it. So therefore, when things go south or you decide to do it or you're thinking about doing it, you understand. Like, man, I, man, I remember them saying something about this. Let me do some research. Oh man, yeah. and then you find out. But a lot of times we just do stuff in culture and in our society. Just because it's trendy or just because everybody yeah. else is doing it. Yeah. And we have because no idea. Passed down generation to generation. Well, yeah. And we have no idea why we're yeah. doing it or 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 what it's about or, or the potential hazards. Right. Right. And so it's like my thing is I just want to make sure to educate her and my children on everything about it that I know. So therefore, they can make sound decisions or they can just begin to know or like one of the things is, you know, when when I fail, it was like. Because I had been taught, it wasn't like I was like, oh, that's their fault. I was like, you know what? No, you you did wrong. You messed up. Right. Why? Because that, that truth is what kept me in a space of humility, but also kept me in a space of, like, not being able to blame other people. You can always, because you can always sit back and be like, man, well, if you hadn't told on me, I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. Well, if you hadn't did what you did, he wouldn't have had to tell, therefore you wouldn't have gotten in trouble. Facts. Right? right? And so, it's, 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 yeah. It's kind of twofold, like, it is. It's, it's definitely twofold. So yeah, but I mean, this is you know, and and I, I and again, you know, it, there's so many things you can do, you know, besides dress up as dark figures. And the, the thing about it is, we're dressed up as vampire. I mean, yeah. demons, vampires, vampires devils, zombies. you know, zombies. You know, and the thing about a zombie, like if you think about it, like you're eating humans, which is the whole purpose of. Halloween was yeah. human sacrifice, right? Child yeah. sacrifices. And they would literally eat these children and do different things and sacrifice them to their gods to bring about whatever. So it's like, yeah, so if you dress up as Captain America, go as Black Panther. Right. You know what I mean? Like, out of all the different thousands of characters the out there, right? The ladybug. Dress up as a book. Something. I'm going to get a book costume. You dress know what up mean? as an iPhone. <laughs> right. I'm going to dress up as a tree and just stand somewhere. Right. And sway in the wind. Sway in the wind. This is what it feels like. Right. When doves. <laughs> oh, my. Not when doves cry. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that's all. You know what I mean? So, it's just, yeah, it's just interesting. So, as Halloween season approaches, and again, if you think about it, like, they've been, they've been anticipating Halloween since, like, July. Stuff's been out. Costumes, yep. decorations, all that stuff. Everybody's excited about it. Again, I'm not going to be mad at anybody that participates or be like, oh my gosh, you're worse. Because again, we sin every day. I struggle every day. Yeah. There's things I'm battling every day. So it's like, 
and that's what God has me. So, like, you know, again, full transparency, which is our podcast, and two brothers in the Bible, but it's like full transparency is man, nobody's perfect. Nobody. Nobody's perfect. And even those that claim to know the Ten Commandments and want to follow Ten Commandments, well there's there's uh five hundred and ninety other laws that you ain't following. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, you know, and it might be I don't know, it's like six hundred and whatever, six hundred some odd laws. But like too many. Too many <laughs> to be like I'm perfect. I'm not yeah. nobody's perfect. Even if you're doing a whole bunch of things right, you're not perfect. You sin and you know what your sin is. And like it says in Psalm thirty one, like my sin is ever before me. Right. Yeah. I, I I know my wrongdoings, my sin is ever before me. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I, I gotta know these things. And so and that's the humility of understanding every day I wake up that like, hey, thank thank I thank God that his son is in the right hand and so he's able to divvy up. It's almost like he's the bail bondsman. So every time we come in from the judge, he's like, You're convicted. Only way to get out is to pay this much money. And Jesus is like, How much is it? All right, here you go. Yeah, I got you. I got you. He, nope. he pays he pays the judge right away. No problem. Boom, here you go. Guilty. Twelve thousand dollars. Oh, you're free. Guilty. Ten thousand dollars. Oh, you're free because he he's got an endless amount. Like he's the bail bondsman. And he, but the difference is he doesn't require collateral. Right. He just needs you to come in and ask for help. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, like what you said. You said you said he has endless amount. And endless. it reminds me of his grace is sufficient. His mercy and grace is sufficient. Like he's rich in grace. He's rich in mercy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That endless amount, right? Endless amount. Because so, I, I don't know about you or anybody else, but I need an endless amount of grace. Oh, boy. Because if I don't react away, I'm thinking away. Like, Look, I, I messed up before I saved, got I'm saved, and then messed, messed up, up some more stuff. Hey, it was the realest line ever. Yeah. But that's, and that's the thing about it, though, right? So that's why, like, it's not about condemning somebody that participates or other groups or whatever the case is. It's about just understanding the knowledge of what it is about mm-hmm. and then making a decision if I choose to participate in that. Because right. once you choose and you, you you know the knowledge, you can no longer say I didn't know. That's true. Right, you take and that's why a lot of people, you know, choose a side on the on, air, on the air air ignorance. And yeah, on ignorance because it's like I can be like, Well, I didn't know. Okay. Because once you get educated, once you know then you, know, you no longer can say that. yeah, you're accountable, right? And so it's like, well you knew it, you did it anyway. Which Oftentimes we do. Oh yeah, right. look at the the, the the children of Israel. Oh yeah, and the tribe of Israel, man, they they, they asked for a God like every other body person out of God. They wanted the king. They wanted the king. Yeah, they knew, bro. They knew. They knew, they they knew bro. But then that, that shows you God's mercy and grace, man. Like oh yeah, he continue. He, he'll he'll let them fall, you know, and he'll correct them, and they'll come back and worship him, and he'll take them back, and it's like that vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just it's crazy, but again, that's but that's the that's the joy of grace and mercy that only Jesus has. And again, if you've ever been in court, ever watched a court movie, the judge sits on a desk behind a desk or a podium by themselves. There's people on the, on both sides. There's the recorder and there's somebody else. So imagine Jesus being on the right side of the judge who is God, mm-hmm. and every time a case comes in front of him, Jesus vouches for him. And he dismisses the case and like he just I got it. How many years he got served? Twenty. All right, I'll do it for him. Yes. You know what I mean? So he's right. like he's taking the time. Oh, he got he sends the death. I'll do that for yep, you. Yeah, I got it too. Yep. Yeah. Send me. You know what I mean? And then he just comes back to the chair like, whoo, that twenty years is crazy. Who's next? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yes. Who's next? Right. Yeah. Woo, yeah. that lethal. Hey, that's crazy, man. He just shot me up, man. All right, who's next? Yeah. You know, but he's always doing something for us, and that's that right hand of the father. And as he sits in the seat that is that is just like unexplainable, the mystery of that, right? And so when you think about it, why wouldn't you want that? 
Like we hear all this, we hear there's a lot of rhetoric out there about like, oh well, you know that's not the original God of the Israels and the Hebrews and all this is that. I said, but if I know there's a person that's willing to take my place for all my sins, because everybody knows Old Testament understands that the power mm -hmm. of sin is real and that sin equals death. That's Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So if you understand that and you're going by the God of the Hebrew Bible and all these other things you want to claim and the original Israelites, then you know good and well that if you sin, I need to see first of all where's your sacrifice. I don't see you out here on no altar with no perfect lamb you right. ain't sacrificing no lambs because there's certain things you got to do to atone for the sin that you commit and if not you're going to be subject to his wrath so the old testament hebrews understood that but yet people today they want to use it as knowledge but yet i don't see you out here when's the last time i saw a facebook video sacrificing a pure uh spotless uh, ram dripping the blood around it lighting on fire and what you know what i mean you won't you're not doing it but yet you, but yet you think you got you got God's grace. You better get Jesus. Right, quit playing. You know what I mean? So it's like, why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't you want somebody that says, man, when you your own personal savior that says, hey, when you mess up, man, I got you. And Jesus is more than just a great prophet. Oh, trust me, you know, yeah. like because I gotta yeah. put that out there because you know, be like, oh man, yeah, Jesus, yeah, I believe in Jesus. He's a great prophet, like that. You know, nah, he's more than that. Yeah, that was just one of the things he yeah. did. Yeah, he was a great prophet. He was something else too. Yeah. But like I said, I, again, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want that? Like that's that's just crazy to me. But yeah, like I said, you know, it's all good. Like I said, it's, it's full transparency. We out here, September thirtieth, fully transparent, fully visible, unashamed, unafraid. Yes, yes. Unscathed. We just out here getting in, despite what people think and yes. say. Taking it off the hinges. Find the knowledge for yourself. Do the research. Yeah. Do the reading. Hey, Google Study. is amazing. I mean, right. We got uh, the library has been in place in the palm of your hand. And the one thing I always say, if you don't want people to learn, put it in the library. Yeah. Put it in the book. Put it in the book. Right. Especially minorities. It's, it's, we gotta we gotta read more. We gotta get back out. We gotta be able to go utilize the library. That's the most expensive university. Is right in your neighborhood. We don't need the degrees. We got just go read the whole library. Everything you need to do is in that in that library. Right. You know, and, and it's sad. And the reason they say that is because they used to keep minorities from reading. They wouldn't allow us to read. They wouldn't allow us to educate ourselves. They wouldn't allow us to go to libraries. And so they put all the information in the library. So that's what I'm saying. Go to the library because that's the most richest, most prestigious university in the world is the libraries because they hid all their all the knowledge they had from wherever they got it from. They put it in the library because yeah. they kept us from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and if you think about it. In Cincinnati, one of our neighborhoods is called Avondale, and they have they just had like multiple shootings. There's a library right there on Redden Road. Yeah, plenty of. There's them. a library in every hood. Yeah. And but we yeah. we we'll, we'll go past the books and go straight to the free Wi-Fi. Yeah. And yeah. go straight to the YouTube. Yeah, use it for the games. And for I know games, where I grew yeah. up at, and, and and you know being in different places, St. Louis, Louisiana, like. That's what we did, right? The library was it was a hangout spot, and like, or we only went when the summers came because they used to have the giveaways, mm. the readathons, or the you know what I mean. Yeah. We win a prize, and then we'd read a little Sam I Am books and the Berenstein Bears. Remember Berenstein yes, Bears? Yes, hey, hey. yes. Berenstein yes. Bears. Yes. yes, they had the little mullets, the little, yeah. little hair. The hey, mama they, had the curly ones. Hey, they were some OGs, hey, bro. Yes, the Berenstein <laughs> Bears. Yes. <laughs> Oh, you know man. I mean? But yeah. that's that's what we used to read, right? Yeah. But we wouldn't. But to to advance or to gain anything extra, we wouldn't. You know, we never did. So, so again, we just out here fully transparent. Again, I mean, educate yourselves. Knowledge is the key to everything. It's the key to peace, to freedom, 
to life because when you read and understand, man, you can, you can decipher. Power. Yeah, decipher the truth. And that's why they say knowledge is power. Um, so go out, man. Just do what you got to do. Don't believe anybody else. Don't believe something just because. If there's something that interests you, man, research it. Research it. Do, do what you got to do and research it. Find out all you can about it. Learn about it. Then go from there. So, But again, we just, hey, we just appreciate all y'all who are tuning in, listening. Um, to fully transparent, we're two brothers in the Bible, formerly known as. We are we we always live as two brothers in the Bible because me and the OSG just walk hand in hand. Um, if you didn't catch it, I'm the sick one. It's my, it's my brother, the OSG. We just here doing a podcast to just put out information about what it looks like to truly be uncut on the podcast. No editing, no second takes, no third takes, and also. To just see how individuals, especially men, minority men, African-American men, are walking in Christ in life every day, not perfect, but are messing up and just hitting roadblocks and stumbling every day. I mean, if we could literally have this, if the scars would show on our face how many times we hit stumbling blocks, you'd be like, y'all just need to live in a bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Put a helmet on. Put a helmet on and be in a bubble because y'all jacking yourselves up. But again, we want to hear from y'all. Any comments, good or bad questions, whatever the case might be, you can get us at 148-2020 at gmail.com. That's O-N-E, the number four, E-I-G-H-T, 2020 at gmail.com. Um, this is going to be a shorter episode because, as we told, as we left off last time, we're in a four-part series. So we're going to not really do the full program like we did before because we want to spend time in, in the in continuing on this four-part series and just really dive into these specific topics and so last week we talked about agape love and agapeo love and the difference between those two things and then how it all plays together so this week we're going to talk about um, storge love and what that means and then at the end of it all we'll give you a sal which is simple applications of living um and then we'll tie it all together and we'll it, kind of talk about the order and how it all looks but we want to give you guys we want to be able to spend concentrated time on each one so you can understand it you can go out and research it yourself and then so you got some time to just digest it a little bit and we go from there so OSG man tell us about storge love yeah tell us about that yeah okay so I first want to start with the definition of storge love when I looked it up storge is a Greek word that is used in Christianity the meaning of family love, the bond among mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, sisters, and brothers. So when I when I when I read that definition, it reminded me of um of because I'm reading Sam First Samuel right now, and it reminded me of um First Samuel chapter 18 verse and like we said before, this will be really Bible heavy because you know this is our source, this is where we get our information from. So it's um, chapter 18, 1 Samuel, verse 1. It says, as soon as he had finished speaking, talking about, um, talk, it's talking about um, David. As soon as he's finished speaking to Saul, his, the soul. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. Oh, okay, that's, that's cool. Horrible timing right there. Right. All right, start again. So it's, it's um, 1 Samuel, chapter 18, verse 1. As soon as he had finished speaking to Saul, that's David speaking to Saul. Okay. The soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. That right there is true storge love. That's true brotherhood love. 
and and like people today would say oh man that's 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 gay or you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't love nobody like that man are oh, you lame you weak you know what i'm saying like are you, you you know what i'm saying all these different things and different titles and stuff you like you want to say something bro no, no. okay but yeah so that reminds me of that scripture and then and i was thinking too is like how does it how does it relate to my life like how story gay relates to my life well from what i know is Growing up, being in, in being in like a broken broken relationship, like for is like with my family, is like that story gay love wasn't it was wasn't there. It wasn't presented, or I was done wrong, which led me to go into broken relationships, and then I would dive straight to eros love and go into romantic love with the with being intimate with with different females and stuff like that. And the whole order was out. Like I didn't know what it was what what it was like. To have that brotherhood, that that father, that sister, or that 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 motherly love, like I didn't like experience that. Like they told me, like, oh yeah, I love you, you know. Um, but but their actions and and emotions show something differently. Yeah. So, you got anything, bro? Yeah, I was let you you lead this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I got you know I always got plenty of stuff. Right. Um, one of the scriptures I love is is First John three. When you start thinking about, you know, kind of like Ona said, like that story of love is that love that's like the reason why that love is typically made fun of, as you were talking about, is because it's a love that the world can't make sense of, mm -hmm. right? It's a love that does not rely on worldly, physical, material characteristics. Mm -hmm. Right. And so first John three, uh, one says, see what an incredible quality of love. The father look at listen to that. See what an incredible quality of love. The father has shown to us that we quality. would be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God. And so we are for this reason. The world does not know us because it did not know him. And so, and, and, and if you think about it, like, Jesus embodied this love that when he came into the world, he came in the world as love mm -hmm. and he completely shattered concepts of love and what it meant. And he embodied really the story, the story love. Right. And so, I mean, if we think about it, like it's in a, it's, it's this bond or attachment, right. Between we, the, the, especially think about between parent and child. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really important because it's it's the fondness due to familiarity. Mm -hmm. And it, again, it does not pay attention to superficial characteristics. So storge love is one of those loves where where, again, it's 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 not this thing that just happens. Right. So it's not like you can just be like, oh, I love you. It's unconditional. That's my love. You don't know each other because the reason why a family. Right. If mm -hmm. you think about a reason why a family the bond is so tight is because you guys have been together. Yeah, you done been through some things. You've too. been through some things. You've been together. You're familiar with each other. Mm -hmm. It's the familiarity, right? It's a fondness. And so, no matter how much you might be at odds, it's like you love that person. Mm -hmm. like, I love my family. I love my mom. I love my sisters. Like, no matter what we go through, no matter how many times we fight or we're just like not talking, whoever it is, right? It, I still love them. Yeah, yeah. Right? And let something happen. I'm, I'm, I'm down to fight. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to war for them, right? Really, yeah. Because we know each other. Again, we've been through some things. And so you think about if I'm 
if I'm 42, no, what am I, 42, 43, something like that? I don't know, I forgot. I just had a birthday. 43. It, it all gets relative at some point. 43. Yeah. So if I'm 43 and I've been living with my family and growing and walking with them for 43 years, mm-hmm. there's a love that I will never be able to get by meeting somebody in two, 10, five, or six years. It's true. Right? And so, but the, and then, and so that brings me to the point of relationships. And so I know this is going to be crazy, but I want you to hear this. All relationships are inherently conditional because the love we were just talking about with a family, that's unconditional love. There is no condition on it. There is no characteristic. There's nothing I need in return from you that, that requires you to earn my love. My sisters, my mom, they have my love. Now, I might not express it well. I might not show it. But no matter what they have, there's nothing right. they need to do. They have my love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can work on expressing it better and showing it, but they have my love. There's nothing they have to do to earn my love. They don't have to go buy me a house. They don't have to go out here and fight three men. They, there's nothing they have to do to, to show to earn my love. Mm. There's nothing we have to do to earn Jesus. First of all, there's nothing we can do to earn Jesus's love. He automatically gives it to us. That's that unconditional love. It's not Again, it doesn't matter what you look like. doesn't matter what you buy or have, how much you've done, right? Remember the, the three talents and you, you think about uh, the rich young ruler. It doesn't matter what you do. He, This love is unconditional. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do for it, right? But that unconditional love, again, does not have anything to do with superficial characteristics, right? right? right. And so that's why I said, again, so because that's what real unconditional love is, 43 years, I love my family. That's unconditional love. That love takes time. That type of love takes time to develop within the context of a relationship. Now, again, when that love comes into the format, again, we'll go over the order why it's all important. But when that love comes into alignment with the other loves, then you have a di- you have a whole other dynamic of love, right? Of course, we don't want you to have the family love that you have with your sister and your relate in your marriage. That's but that's a that should be a basis or a foundation, right? Mm-hmm. That's something to build off of. And so, again. All relationships are inherently conditional. Why? Because they live and have been formed of the world. Mm. Even if we read the Bible, as many times as I, you know, you guys know our story, my story particularly. I've, you know, been married twice, divorced, um, kids out of wedlock. As many times as I told myself that I'm doing this right, the ideas and concepts that had my head still came from what the world had showed me, whether it was from TV, soapbox, uh, soap operas, mm-hmm. love stories. Again, every Music. movie, every movie has a love story in it. Yeah. So yeah. my concepts came from that. Right. And then, and then from what you saw or didn't see from your, your mom and dad and then things you learn and then books you read. I mean, every romantic com- you know, novel has this thing. Right. And all these movies you have all the guy, the good guy gets the girl in the end. Right. And then if I'm the hero and I go through this epic tale, an epic journey and I get slashed and I'm on the brink of death. But I remember the girl I love and I fight and then they meet at the end and they, they have this great moment where they kiss and the world just stops. And the sun comes out and a rainbow flies over their head and the unicorn just laughs as he walks by. <laughs> <laughs> right this is but this is this is what we're see, this is what we see in the movies yes. in cartoons in barbie all the mo- this is what we see so we are we are inherently conditioned to think about relationships in a conditional way then think about this every interaction that we have when it comes to relationships aren't they conditional mm. think about your boss you might not like your boss how many jobs how many jobs have you worked that you like man i hate this job 
Mm-hmm. But you stay there. Why? Because they pay you. Because I get a check. And it's conditional. You get you. I do this. You, you do that. Yeah. That. You, I do this. You give me that. Right. Think about a doctor to a patient. You. Yeah. You. I come see you. You give me a prescription, or you take care of me. You yeah. give me medicine. I go to see AT and T. I go to you. You give me something. Everything's mm-hmm. conditional, right? Um, teacher to a student. I come to you. I don't like this teacher. I hate this class, but I know I need this grade, and so yeah. I get a grade, right? Um, DMV. You go to DMV. The lady behind the thing. It's it's, it's always conditional. Mm. I'm coming to you, and I get something in return. It's transactional. Yeah, it's very transactional, right? Yeah. Right. What if I went to school and I never got a grade? Would I stay in school? Nope. But see, if it was unconditional, I would go to school because I love learning. Right. I just, I just, I enjoy that, or I enjoy the relationship that I have with this person. I don't, I don't need anything from you, right? And so they're formed in the world. Now, again, it doesn't mean that it has to stay that, but, but those things are those concepts are formed in the world. And again, these are just our opinions, yeah. our thoughts and our beliefs. You could be over there like, oh, that's completely wrong. You could be talking. But again, these are our thoughts, yeah. our ideas, our experiences that you and we can't take away somebody's experience. What I lived through is what I lived through. What owners lived through is what he lived through. Mm-hmm. You can't take away our experience. I'm sorry, the OSG. His mm-hmm. name is Onus. Yeah. But um you, you can't take those experiences away. You was you was talking about the world and I was thinking about that like the world has a it, the world literally goes straight to Eros love. It's truly romantic like you said with the with the with the you know the um, cartoons, yeah, everything follows a relationship. I was watching a movie last night, and it came to mind like it was a Marvel movie, and the superhero ended up kissing the guy that she was po- she was supposed to do something like assassinate the guy, whatever. Yeah, cause that's what she was doing, but she didn't because she had feelings for him, and it, you, they had this brief romantic romantic gesture of, of a kiss, and I was like. And it reminded me of when we previously I talked about it, like everything wraps around Arrow's love. It's like it's 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 weaved into like Valentine's Day, sweetest yeah, day. Yeah, I forgot Valentine's you Day, know, sweetest day, yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's intertwined in that yep. it's all about yep. okay, transactional. I'ma get you this, what you gonna get me? You know, or sweetest day is all about the man, but it's like like I'll celebrate, you know, I'll celebrate, you know. yeah. You know the weirdest thing about it is that now you mentioned that there was one relationship I had when I was in college where it was the girl's birthday or it might have been Valentine's. I can't remember which one, but typically you know, I'm gonna do nice, so I was gonna get her a gift. Yeah. But you know that was you know when I was in college that was before they had the um, infrastructure for Amazon and like you know stuff coming to your door and online ordering. So I had to order something online. It was taking forever and didn't get there on time. And I remember mm-hmm. when she came to the house, I'm like, hey, I got your present. It's in route. It's just, you know, UPS. And they just, they said it's going to be a little late because just mm-hmm. something got, something happened. I remember she flipped her lid. Wow. I mean, went nuts. Mother effort is, I can't believe ah, you didn't have my gift. My birthday's today. This is my, blah, blah, blah. I mean, going off. And I was For like, her birthday? Again, it's one of them days. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, but the fact that the matter was the gift didn't yeah. come there. So the transaction. And so, and again, I don't think she was mad because the gift didn't come. Mm-hmm. What I learned now is that the gift equated love. So if it didn't get the gift, then it doesn't, it doesn't feel like love is there. It didn't feel like, or it could have played into the fact of maybe I'm not worthy of love because my gift's not here in time. Right. So it fed into some other fears. Now, at the time, I didn't know that, but I'm just like, I was like, this chick went buck wild. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. you got to go, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, it, so, 
it, it's crazy because again that and that's conditional but the world like you said that was a good point all these holidays and things tell us birthday tell us that the world's condition if you do this you get this back you guys are gonna have a bond the more you get me you, it, you think about it, our love languages and i need gifts yeah. i need this i need that right what if it's about what about getting flowers on tuesday for no apparent reason well yeah you know right you, you know what i'm saying the, the, the spontaneous in it like well yeah and, and those are good gestures yeah. right but it's still we, we but that's what i'm saying it's still locked in this transactional thing yeah, like, like you know what i mean and 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 again, there's nothing wrong with with, with doing good gestures and, and getting stuff. So don't go be like, oh, I heard this podcast and said we don't have to give anything because right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got unconditional love, girl. I'm right. good with you. You better know your wife or your girlfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell you right now. Plan. You better know who you married. Hey, yes. <laughs> if she needs yes. gifts, you better get that woman some gifts. Yeah. Right? Don't, don't, don't be running around talking about I heard this podcast and told me, no, no, no. Hey. Don't have her come hey, looking for me, bro. we still going to be connected to ours. Right, like. right, right. <laughs> but so it reminds me of scripture. So first, first Corinthians 13, 13. It says, and now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choicest graces, but the greatest of these is love. Mm. It's a story gay love, the right? Greatest. And if you and then for you, those that are psychologists, because I went to school for psychology, got my master's in uh, counseling. And all this education, did all these different things and all these different theories, attachment theory, um, uh, Bowlby's theory, um, Darwinism, Carl Jung, um, uh, Carl Rogers, all these different individuals that talked about different theories of attachment. All they're doing is is, is explaining to you storge love, right? Mm -hmm. So the Bible knew about love before psychologists even came around to give us these long intellectual definitions. Mm -hmm. they're, not, they're doing nothing but validating what God had already put in existence before you even came around and had the mind to understand it's, it. It's funny because like God made it so simple in his word, but we make it so complex, yeah, so complex. In, in the world. Yeah. So attachment theory says attachment Attachment behaviors in parents toward their children includes responding sensitively and appropriate to their individual needs. I see a need and I respond in a sensitive, caring, appropriate manner. Unconditional love. Storge love was around before this even attachment theory even came about. Mm. And so then you have, you know, all these different theories. And, you know, uh, Balbi's is the theory paramount, uh, paramount importance on early childhood attachment to parents. Right. So we're, it's describing everything that is wrapped up in Storge love. And that's what Storge love is really about. It's the unconditional love. It's that it's that love that that does not need superficial characteristics to be successful to be to be in it and so with storge you have to develop that love it takes time to develop that love that is not something that just happens you can't meet your soulmate today and expect a year from now y'all to be in this love and in five years from now y'all argue because you're not in love and i think that's but that's the, that's the part of working through it mm -hmm. as you work together towards it Right. Mm -hmm. And having the giving people the benefit out, giving grace, having the knowledge and understanding that, man, this is this is going to take time. We just need to love each other and I need to love God first. You always have to go to God first, no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. When you don't know what's going on, you go to God first and give God all your cares and worries and struggles and understandings and frustrations. And then God will take that. He'll deal with it and then he'll give he'll pour into you and then he'll take what's left and pour into the relationship. Mm -hmm. The other person needs to do the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you start going to each other, I mean, this is going to be battle of the bands. And then, yeah. and then it's going to be uh, a college band versus a grade school band. Boy. It's going to get blown out the water. Yeah, truly. So, so yeah, so that's, that's Storgate Love. OG, what, it, OSG, what you got? You got anything else on Storgate Love? No, nah, that, that was about it. 
So let me give you some some other scriptures. So Romans 3, 23, 1 John 4, 7 through 11, Romans 8, 37 to 39, 1 John 4, 19, uh, 1 Timothy 1, 5, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, Psalms 103, 8 through 11, Deuteronomy 7, 9. Those are all just scriptures that show you um, examples uh, of love. And again, before you can always go back to Genesis, you know, we have Genesis 22, 2. 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8. I just wanted to get you guys in the in the understanding that the Bible has understood the the depth of love long before mm -hmm. anything that is on the worldly stage now. He, they understood it long before. God understood it when he created everything. God, God knew love so much that he wove it into the very first day when he started to create. Day one, it could have been day zero. Before he started to create, he already thought about it before he even put it into existence. So God already knows everything about love. We just need to rely on the master manual to make sense of what real love is and not rely on the world who's trying to understand it through the lens of something that's not natural. Right. So appreciate y'all, man. We don't have much more than that. Again, we're going to keep them short because we're going to dive into these unique individual topics. But uh, as always restoration time rebuilding time let's go let's go love y'all man